0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Uniform Mike Papa. I really do appreciate it. If you've been writing with me for a long time, smack yourself upside the head you are a goddamn champion and if you're new to this program welcome what we do here is give advice about maximizing your masculinity attracting women and being the best man you can be in the quickest time possible so i'm going to try to get through all this awesome content in the requisite 20 minutes so what do you say we jump right into it All right, so I want to let you guys know that some of the things I'm about to talk about in this episode, how to beat approach anxiety for good, 10 powerful strategies, I've said in other podcast episodes, some of the things, not all the things, but some of the things have been said. So I know some of you guys get a little bit salty when there's repeated information, but in in anything, when you're talking about a common subject, like attracting women, there's going to be some overlap between topics. But I want to let you know, it takes most people about three times to hear something before it actually sinks into their subconscious mind. So while there may be some things in here you have heard, I guarantee there's some things you haven't heard, I haven't said yet, and there's a lot of really good things that I really want you to hear. So stick around, you need to hear this again, especially if you're still dealing with approach anxiety. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Alright, so the first thing I want to talk about is the statistics when it comes to, quote-unquote, the best pickup artist in the world. Okay, so if a best pickup artist in the world were to approach 10 women on the street, right? Cold approach or in a bar, but you take 10 random women that he approaches, how many of those 10 do you think he will actually have sex with? Like, not just make out with, not just go on a date with, but actually penetrate, So guess right now, okay, you got 10 girls, best pickup artists in the world. I'm talking the best of the best. Statistically, now, how they prove this, I don't know, but I think it's true from my own experience, about 11%. So that's roughly one girl out of 10 that he's actually going to have sex with. Now, these are the best guys in the world. So what does that mean for the rest of us? It means that we're going to get rejected. We're going to fail. We are going to fail a lot. And until you get comfortable with failing, until you reframe it in your mind, which is the purpose of this podcast, you're not going to have success because a lot of guys want to bat a thousand percent, right? Like you have a friend that's like, bro, I've never been rejected by a girl. And you ask him, well, how many girls have you been with? And he's like, well, three in nine years. Well, that's why is because every time you had a girl, she came on to you. You knew that it was a hundred percent green light. So you've never taken any risks. But if you want to get into a lot of girls, if you want to get into abundance, then you have to get comfortable with this quote unquote rejection thing. And in my opinion, rejection doesn't really exist. And I'm going to tell you why. Or I should say rejection is a good thing. I'm going to tell you why. But until you're comfortable and you get over this whole approach anxiety thing, you're going to have low numbers. You're not going to have abundance. You must get over this. And in this episode, we're going to reframe it. So that's strategy number one is that we accept, okay, even the best guys in the world, they're like having sex with one out of 10 girls. So me, I'm obviously going to fail too. And it doesn't have anything to do with who I am as a man. It's just a numbers game. And that's the way you need to look at it. So there's an interesting thing in NLP. And those of you who may not know me, I'm an NLP coach and NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming. So what I do is I go into the heads of my clients and I reprogram their brains so they can operate more effectively with women and I apply NLP to dating and it's extremely, extremely powerful. Well, in NLP, we have these things called operators of modality and one of those is is that women are actually programmed to reject a certain amount of guys before they say yes. And you actually have that programming too. You're going to say no, no, no. And then eventually you're going to say yes. So everybody has a different calibration where that's concerned. Maybe she has 10 no's until she says yes. Now you approach as the sixth guy. And she says no because that's in her programming. But if you were to approach three days later and you happen to be the 11th guy, she would be more likely to say yes. Yes. There's other things that play into it as well. She may be on her period. She may have had a bad day. She may have had diarrhea or her best friend had diarrhea and she had to hold her best friend's leg up as her friend launched diarrhea out the kitchen window. We don't know. So there's a myriad of circumstances at play here. So what we do is we do the numbers. And as I'm going to get into in a moment, masculine energy plays the numbers. Okay, so we understand it's a numbers game. We're going to get rejected. Mark Singh gets rejected. The best pickup artists in the world get rejected. All my clients do. And it's okay. It's not the end of the world. In fact, it's a good thing. And we're going to get into that too. So as I've talked about before, and this may be repeat knowledge, but it's good for you to hear, the reason we're afraid of being rejected is because we come from tribes. And if you were rejected in front of the tribe by a woman, or you were rejected by the alpha male's woman... It could mean ostracization for you from the tribe. It could mean your health. It could mean your security. There was a lot riding on your reputation when it came to this kind of thing. So we all have that deep sense of fear inside of us like, I don't want to get rejected because of what other people are going to think. I don't want to be laughed at. I don't want to be ridiculed because that could mean my health. It could mean the health of my family it had serious repercussions literally up until just a hundred years ago when society became so big that it really didn't matter. So with that, we realized that this huge fear no longer serves a purpose, right? It's a paleolithic fear, we might say. And in realizing that, you also realize like, wow, this fear holds all the other guys back. But once I've been out enough times, I've been rejected enough times, and I come home and I say, oh, I don't have holes in me. I didn't get hit over the head with a rock. I'm okay. Wow. I can approach any girl, get rejected, and it's going to be okay. Literally, guys, I've been rejected, I mean, how many times? 10,000 times probably. I've never been beat up. I've never been threatened. Um, A couple instances have happened, like very few, less than I can count on on one hand, where I felt a little bit threatened, but even then, nothing really happened. I was a little bit embarrassed. Maybe I was made fun of, usually by guys, usually by the alpha male of the group. But as you build your frame, which again, I'm going to talk about here in a few minutes, you can actually control the frame on that guy and it becomes fun. So now when an alpha male comes and tries to challenge me, belittle me because I'm talking to his girlfriend, I go head to head with him and usually I'll win because I understand frame control and I understand this stuff so deeply that I can usually control the frame on him and that's what we're going to have you guys do. So eventually you you become bulletproof and in addition to that, you want those challenges to come. You want the rejections to come. So that leads us into strategy number three. And what I want you guys to do is to get really honest with yourself about why you might have this big approach anxiety. One of the things that I uncovered about myself is that because I actually thought I was the shit, right? When I when I started in this game, I really thought highly of myself. Like, I'm a fucking cool-ass guy. I'm a great catch. I'm intelligent. I'm good-looking. Uh, like, no girl should ever reject me. Well, the reason I didn't want to go up to the girl is because if she rejected me, it may blow away that frame that I had about myself that I'm a champion, so we actually don't want to put our neck on the chopping block, as it were, because we feel if she rejects us, it's going to disprove what we believe about ourselves, which is that we're a great catch, that we're a great guy. So what a lot of guys do is they make excuses like, no, I don't want to talk to her. And even sometimes guys will say, well, fuck her, dude. I'm not going to put my my neck on the chopping block for her. Like. She's not even worth it. Like she's not even up to my level. Why am I going to even approach her? She's fat. She's got a big ass. Like really? I'm going to approach her and apply for the job. No, I don't think so. Fuck her. I'm not going to do it. Well, if you look at it, that's a cowardly. That's even more cowardly because what you're doing is you're letting her win. If you have that combative feeling about her that she doesn't get to judge you. Well, she just won, didn't she? Because you want to talk to her. That's the truth. She's hot. You want to talk to her, but you're not doing it because you're afraid of her. Therefore, she won. So the real statement of courage is to talk to her, to show her like, dude, you can't intimidate me. I'm not scared of you. I'm going to come up to you and talk to you, even let you know that I'm attracted to you. And when you quote unquote reject me, I'm not going to even fucking care. That's where the real power is. So a lot of guys have a misperception of where their power is. They're like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna even be bothered to do that. No, 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 that's the wrong philosophy. The right philosophy is I'm so high level in my own head. I'm so confident in myself that I'm gonna approach her and no matter what she does, it's not gonna affect me. That's like tippity top level. And when you start to think that way, then no longer is your pride on the chopping block. Because your pride isn't wrapped into whether or not she says yes to you, your pride is wrapped into whether or not you had the balls to approach her. You see how that works? So we're just shifting, we're reframing. Fuck what she thinks. Like I said before, we can't control it, bro. She has programming where she wants to reject 10 guys in a row. She doesn't like tall guys with brown hair. She doesn't like Asian dudes, whatever her issue is. Or she's obsessed with Asian dudes and she doesn't like white dudes. That's the thing is there's a myriad of things we cannot predict about this girl. Therefore, why would we be so stupid to put our own self-worth into her hands when we can't predict anything about her? Like I said, she could have had projectile diarrhea, dude, spraying diarrhea up on the ceiling an hour ago, and she's got a bad tummy ache, and you're like, hey, how's it going? What's your name? She's like, not interested. (laughs) I got to go get some Pepto-Bismol because, boy, I'm spraying, right? Like, we don't know. So why base your feelings of success on that? The intelligent way to do it is to base your success on the fact that you had the balls to do it, that you're courageous enough to face her, face your fears, and not give a shit what she says because her opinion of you doesn't dictate how you feel about yourself. Your opinion of yourself dictates how you feel about yourself. All right, number four is when you guys are worried about getting rejected, What might be happening there is you're hoping to get validated by her. And when you're hoping to get validated by a woman, that means that you're in your feminine energy. So feminine energy likes to get approved of. It likes to get validated. It likes to get the thumbs up from the outside world. Masculine energy plays the numbers. It doesn't care about validation. It cares about, I'm opening 10 girls because statistically speaking, if I open 10 girls, I'll probably get to have sex with one or even with you guys, 20 girls. And and when I say open, it's, it's not even always try to open and get the number. It's just open and eject as I've talked about in, su- in uh, past episodes. But when you play the numbers, I guarantee you, if you open 20 girls, a couple of those chicks are going to be attracted to you. A couple of those chicks will probably give you their phone numbers. And who knows, you might be able to have sex with a couple of those chicks. Just imagine the freedom The freedom that comes when you can approach any girl you want, any girl, no girls off limits. You see a cute girl, boom, go talk to her. Just imagine that freedom. Why aren't you giving yourself that freedom? What is it about this thing that's preventing you from doing that? Get into your masculine energy and be like, dude, fuck this. I'm not going to get to the end of my life on my deathbed and think about all those chicks that I didn't approach because I was a coward, a fucking coward. How are you going to feel about yourself when you're an old man and you neglected to approach all those women? You neglected to live the life that you could have lived. You neglected to attract the caliber of woman that you really want to attract. Fuck that. Get out there. Talk to her. When you think like that, you get into your masculine energy, right? your shoulders go back, your chin goes up, you get a smile on your face, your back gets silver because you're a fucking silverback gorilla. You might listen to some pumped up music. You might listen to my 100th episode, The Spartan King, right? You get fired up and you go, dude, I'm not going to let this little girl dictate how I feel. She's just a little girl. She's just a little, tiny, tiny little girl. And there's millions of them. I'm not degrading women. I'm not saying they're less than us, but it's like, why do we put so much emphasis and importance on what she thinks? She's just a person. So you go up and you talk to her. And I'll tell you what, when you give her good energy, when you have the right approach, which I'm going to talk about in a second, you're actually giving her a gift. So you're not even trying to take something from her. It's not like I'm telling you to go rob her purse or steal her social security number, right? I'm telling you to go give her a hundred bucks. Why would you be afraid to do that? And your your future depends on it, man. Your deathbed depends on it. Think about you on your deathbed. Are you going to look back with regrets? Or are you going to be like, yeah, dude, I fucking had the balls to do this. And I know if you're listening this far in that you resonate with that message. So sack the fuck up and go approach. All right. So I got a little bit fired up there. You know how I get. Just want to see you guys succeed. I just want to see you guys happy out there. I I care about you guys, man. I mean, you're my boys, dude. I want to see you fucking kill it. I love getting emails like, Mark, dude, like you wouldn't believe what just happened. I love that. It's why I do this. So get the fuck out there. All right, so number five, I have written, just imagine the possibilities when no girls off limits to you. I already covered that. Now, number six, I want to get a little bit more into the approaches that I suggest. Now that we've got you all pumped up, got you pep talked, I want to talk about the approaches. So we have two different kinds of approaches. There's indirect approach and direct approach. Now, indirect approach is what I suggest, and I covered this in a previous podcast about opening and ejecting, right? You open her, you ask her for the time, you ask her where this, that, and the other is. Maybe you make a comment about something, a compliment maybe, and then you eject. Hey, I noticed you have olive oil in your shopping cart there. Where'd you get it? I've been looking everywhere for this damn olive oil. Where'd you get that stuff? Oh, it's on aisle 22. Okay, cool. Thanks. Have a great day. Or another example of a compliment is, hey, I just want to let you know that your outfit is super cute today. Keep up the good work. High five. And I do this all the time in the bars. She's like, oh my God, high five. High five her and then eject. Then you can open it later. You put her on a high note. And that's what I'm saying is like, when you go up with good energy, which is a fundamental principle of this, you're not taking anything from her. There's no rejection. You're giving something to her because girls are always seeking state outside themselves, right? They always want to be in a better mood. We all want to be in a better mood. So when you go up with that energy, there's nothing to be afraid of. Give a nice compliment. Never once, bro. I've been doing this for years. Never once have I given a girl a nice compliment and she was outright bitching at me. I've been ignored, and, and I think to myself, like when they do that, this is honestly what I think. I think to myself, dude, your life sucks. If you're going to ignore a guy who gives you a nice compliment, obviously something's wrong with you. Okay. Or you're socially inept. I was just rejected a couple days ago in the supermarket. A couple of my clients I've told this about, I didn't have my mask on. And in Colorado at the time, things are changing really quick, but Colorado on the time you were supposed to have your mask on in the supermarket. I forgot mine. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. And I'm still going to talk to people too. So I see these two like 19-year-old girls, pretty hot. And I walk up and they didn't have their masks on either. So I was like, perfect commonality. So I was like, ladies, ladies, you guys don't have your masks on. Are you serious right now? You are seriously breaking the law. And now obviously, like it was implied, I don't have a mask on either. Ha, ha, ha. And they look at me and they're like, "Eh, whatever. And they like start walking off and I'm like, whoa, hold up, hold up. I was joking. See, I don't have a mask on either. Get it? And they're like, "Eh, whatever. And they like walk away. What did I think in that moment? Two things. One of which I'm going to tell you now. The other one I'm going to tell you at the end of this. The first thing was, those chicks are fucking idiots. Are you serious, dude? Like you're that socially inept. You're that uncomfortable in your own skin. That you can't even jive with somebody who's joking with you about not wearing a mask. That's literally how you guys have to think. When she rejects you, bro, it's her issue. She's socially inept. She's having a bad day. Her life sucks, right? Then you walk away feeling like a champ because you're like, damn, dude, these chicks don't even like know how to talk to people. I sure do feel sorry for them. See how the reframe goes? Guys who are bad with women, they always attribute it like to themselves, Guys who are good with women attribute it to them. It's their issue. When you do that, you can walk off with your dignity intact. All right, so that's the indirect approach, right? Make a comment, ask for time, ask for directions, ask where they got a Starbucks cup, whatever. Now there's the direct approach, and this is the one I actually kind of prefer. When I'm in state, I want to say that. When I'm in state and I'm feeling good, I'll go direct. Here's the direct approach. Hey, uh, kind of random, but I just had to let you know I'd be kicking myself the whole rest of the day if I didn't. I think you're really cute and I wanted to come meet you. What's up? What's your name? And she's like, Oh, I'm Amy. I'm like, What's up, Amy? I'm Mark. So, da 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 da. Then ask another question. So, what's up? Like, what, do you go to school around here? So, how's COVID 19 treating you? How's your quarantine life going? I noticed you have a nurse's outfit on. Are you a nurse around here? Whatever it may be. But when you go up with your intentions, I think you're cute. I wanted to come meet you. It's endearing and it's it gives her a clue as to what you're doing. Because when you open and you say, hey, where'd you get the olive oil? And she says, oh, it's on aisle 22. And then you're like, so what's your deal? Are you a student around here? And you start talking to her. She's kind of wondering like, what does this guy want? Why is he talking to me? Now, that's okay. With charisma and good energy, we can plow past that. But to me, man, I just like to state my intentions. Hey, I thought you were cute. I wanted to come meet you then she has the opportunity to say oh i'm super flattered but i have a boyfriend You'd be like cool just want to let you know and uh he's a lucky guy i hope you guys you know i hope you guys have a great life anyway have a good day and then you leave so i love their direct approach now here's something else you can do you can do an indirect and direct approach hey uh, i noticed you have olive oil in your cart there i can't find the olive oil anywhere around here where'd you get that she's like oh it's on aisle 22 you'd be like cool thanks listen I lied. I didn't really care where you got the olive oil. I just wanted to come meet you because I thought you were cute. What's up? I'm Mark. What's your name? And she will be like, hey, I'm Amy. Now, depending on how she reacts to your olive oil comment, you can decide whether or not you want to eject or whether or not you want to carry forth and do the more direct opener. So we call this like testing the waters go up, ask a question. Hey guys, do you know where Cowboy Lounge is around here? Oh yeah, it's over here. It's over there. And dude, it's an awesome place. And she's like really into it. Then you might be like, you know what? I know exactly where it is. I didn't really, I didn't really need that information. Honestly, I just want to talk to you because I thought you were cute, but I couldn't think of anything to say. So what's up? What's your name? And she's like, Oh my God. Like they'll get, you know, really complimented by that. If indeed they have a good reaction initially. If she's bitching to me, like, hey, do you do you know where Cowboy Lounge is? And she's like, yeah, I think it's over there. You'd be like, all right, I'm not fucking with this girl. She's gotta stick up her butt. I'm out. Okay, cool, thank you, bye. So, there's a really good way to test the waters before you do a direct approach. But if a girl like checks you out, is giving you a green light, bro, like the direct approach is the way to go. Shows confidence, shows balls, and you know what? You can even say you're nervous. And this is what I tell my new clients to do. When I take my new clients into the field, this is what I tell them to say. Go up to her and say, hey, I'm really nervous right now, but I just had to let you know. I think you're really cute and I wanted to come meet you. I'm Sam. What's up? What's your name? And, and I've seen girls hug guys straight out like, oh my God, and like hug dudes. And I'm like, that's my boy Sam right there, man, killing it. When you admit that, I know it it seems like low value, but there's something about female psychology that when you're vulnerable, right, you're showing your vulnerability. Hey, I'm nervous, but you were so influential over me. I was, I thought you were so cute that I still had to persevere past my nervousness to meet you. Super big compliment. They usually get really happy when they say that. And I've seen clients get laid that way many times. So put that in your toolbox and do with it what you will. All right, number seven is women want to be approached. Did you guys know this? No woman. You guys, there is the fucking AC again. I literally turned it off before I filmed this podcast. What, dude, it's a demon AC. What in the fuck? I literally turned it off, like system off. Oh, man, this AC is going to... Going to be the end of me. Okay, I'm just going to finish this podcast. Fuck it. You can hardly hear it unless you're listening to headphones. So carry on. All right. Women want to be approached. Why? Because they're social validation seekers. They love getting energy from outside themselves. That's why they love puppy dogs, ice cream, and VW bugs with the little flower in the bucket. All right. So women are always seeking state from outside themselves. They want to be approached. And I guarantee you, no woman wakes up in the morning and says, gee, I hope I don't meet a great guy today. And you, look at you, bro. You're working on yourself. You're listening to this podcast. You're doing what you got to do. You're improving yourself. You are that guy that women want to meet. How many guys improve themselves in this way? How many guys would be listening to, what are we, like 25 minutes in right now? Nope, not a lot. Not a lot of guys. I mean, you know, this podcast has a fair amount of listeners, but I'll tell you what, man, I meet a lot of people in my life and most people are not willing to do what you're doing. Therefore you are a prize that she is stoked to meet. And that's the way you need to think about it. She wants to be approached by a champion like you. But statistically speaking, 50% of people are wanting to be approached. They are literally looking for stimulation, hoping someone talks to them. I'd say that's about true in my experience. 50% of the girls that I go up to, they just start talking. I could be like, "Hey, Uh, where's the watermelon? You got a watermelon in your cart. I can't find it anywhere. Oh, it's over there. And the way to pick a good watermelon, like start giving you advice and you're like, damn girl, relax. I didn't even really try to like get in a conversation with you and you're coming unpeeled, but that's the way girls are. Sometimes they really want to talk to people. The other 50% are open to being talked to when you approach them in the right way. And that leads me to number eight. You want to have a good energy when you approach her. We talked about this in the previous podcast, but you want to have that charisma, right? You want to have good energy, feel about 10% better than she does. That begs the question, how do you know how she's feeling? You can just tell. That begs the other question, how how do I make myself feel good? Check your body language. Put your shoulders back. Put your chin up. Have a smile on your face. Breathe deeply. Think about a song you really like step into a situation in the past and we can program this in your brain with nlp if you'd like hit me up at CoachMarkSing.com. think about a situation in the past where you were high energy where you were killing it get into that frame your energy will blast up then you approach her with that you have a nice smile on your face you offer conversational value maybe offer her a nice compliment maybe go in with the direct opener boom it opens All right, number nine, you need to reframe how you see punishment when you get rejected. So I don't want you guys to get mad at yourself if you're rejected. I want you to get mad at yourself if you don't approach her. You should base everything on whether or not you had the balls to approach her. And if you didn't, I want you to tear yourself up and be like, bro, come on. Are you serious? What about that whole deathbed thing that Mark Singh was talking about? Huh? What about that? And then you go approach the next girl. And then, dude, it's, yeah, son, you did it. You're proud of yourself. Let yourself eat a Snickers bar. Reward yourself. Put something as a reward at the end of it. I'll tell my clients I want you to open 20 girls tonight. I'll take them out to the bars, 20 girls. When you do that, I'm buying you a big-ass fucking dinner after this. We're going to the diner. Whatever you want. And they, like, open, 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 and then we go celebrate, right? And we talk about things and how many numbers they got. Turn it into a good thing. When you don't approach, punish yourself. When you do approach, reward yourself. All right, and number 10, and this is my favorite one, is how you look at rejection. So as I talked about with those two girls who rejected me in the supermarket, I looked at that rejection as a good thing because it builds your social frame. And I want to say that again. It builds your social frame. Your social frame is your ability to take social pressure and social pressure, your ability to take it, is what's attractive to women. So if you see a 10, I'm talking the hottest chick you've ever seen, like Victoria's Secret, runway model, super fucking hot, just banging. Like, I want you to imagine the hottest girl ever. Most guys, when they talk to her, they get stifled, don't they? They turn into bumbling jackasses. But when you've endured enough rejection, when you've endured enough social pressure, You've worked that muscle, just like you work a muscle in the gym, and she cannot affect you. So you're literally as normal as you are right now. The way you're acting right now, some of you guys are in the kitchen, some of you guys are lifting weights, some of you guys are driving. The way you're acting right now, look at your body language. It's very relaxed. You're not stifled. You're not closed up. You're yourself. If you can just be that way in front of a hot girl, she'll probably get attracted to you. Isn't that something? All you gotta do is be normal in front of a super fucking hot girl. If you're just normal, so few guys are able to be normal in front of hot girls that if you're just normal, she's gonna get attracted to you. How do you get normal? Can't just decide it. Okay, I'm gonna be normal, Mark. Got it. No. Because the adrenaline's gonna hit and you're gonna become a bumbling buffoon as we all do before we get the training. The way you become better at social pressure is you put yourself in social pressure situations, including, and most importantly, rejection. When those two girls rejected me at the supermarket, I was like, yeah, good. Feel that. And I still feel it. I still feel it. Social pressure, right? And you feel that gross feeling inside your chest, that gross feeling inside your body. And you're like, I don't like this, but you need to reframe it and be like, man, this is good. Feel that heat. It's the same burning that you feel in the burning of your muscles. When you feel that heat, when you feel that burning, your frame is strengthening, your ability to take social pressure is strengthening, so that when you go to the next girl and she frame checks you, you're unaffected. Suddenly, your mannerisms start changing, your body language starts changing, your tonality starts changing, and you become more and more attractive by getting rejected. Isn't that awesome? I love that concept. So go out and get rejected. You should now have no reason to have approach anxiety. And if this still didn't convince you, then there may be metaprograms in your brain that we need to get a little bit more aggressive against and remove them with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. What I do specifically, and I work on this all the time with guys like you, and I'll tell you, it's ridiculously fucking powerful is we remove whatever belief system you have about approaching girls, about your sense of worth, anything that you're struggling with that's preventing you from approaching. We go in there and we remove it and we replace it with better programming in one session. So hit me up at coachmarksing.com. Once you order, I will send you a questionnaire. You're going to fill out the questionnaire and you must tell me that you came from the Unapologetic Man podcast because I have a two-month waiting list. And I let in guys like you who came from this podcast earlier, I save a couple spots. Usually I take those spots for my own time to recuperate, but I have so much demand right now. I'll get you in the door, but you have to say that you're from the UMP. When you do, we're going to go in your brain, remove that shit, replace it, boom, send you off and get you talking to girls. And now look, any girl you want to talk to, you can talk to her, any girl. And no matter what happens, it's always a positive result. Either you get rejected and you get to build that all-important social frame that I keep talking about, or you get her number and you get to have sex with her. The next time you see a hot girl, think to yourself, had I approached her, there is a chance she, that girl right there, the fucking cute girl, would have been naked in my bed. And I want you to look at her and imagine her naked in your bed with her on her back, with her legs spread, asking you, begging you to put it inside of her. Those are the moments that justify why we do all this and not only because of that that's like a side effect but it's because it makes you better as a fucking man so that when you're on your deathbed you look back and you are your own hero you're like fuck yeah dude i made i took the cards i was dealt and i made the meanest hand possible i lived this life the best way i could I looked rejection and fear in the face and I fucking did it anyway because I am a fucking warrior. Love it. All right, my dudes, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate you. If you found any value in this podcast whatsoever, please do a dude a favor and leave me a review, preferably a five-star review with some writing behind it. I really love those. I read them. I appreciate them. I always send a silent thank you out to whoever wrote it. And if you do that, Email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com. You can also find my email in the description and I will send you a bunch of great stuff. And right as I'm ending this podcast, the the AC turned off. Do you hear that? It's the demon. It's the demon trying to get into my frame, trying to reject me. But look at that. I'm taking the social pressure of the damn AC, taking that social pressure and getting stronger. So once again, guys, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next podcast.